Ruby Ibarra is a Filipino-American rapper, music producer, and spoken word artist from San Lorenzo, California. She raps in Tagalog, Waray, and English. Her raps shine light on her cultural heritage and her experiences as an immigrant to the United States from the Philippines. She continues to be an inspiration to Filipinos all over the world to love themselves and their unique culture. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we feature inspiring individuals who share their amazing stories. I am your host, Mafe Yunon Velasco, and for this series, our topic is being empowered during quarantine. For this episode, we have an empowered woman, international spoken word artist, female rapper, and a frontliner to motivate us to take action. So without further ado, let's welcome the beautiful and amazing Ruby Ibarra. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Mafe. How are you? How are you doing? Good, good, good. Thank you for joining me on this platform. Um, you're such an inspiring woman that I admire. Um, right now, you're in San Francisco, right? Yes. California. So I'm glad that our time difference we're able to meet. Um, I'm sure you've been pretty busy during this uh, challenging time, but before I ask you about that, can you share with everyone on how you are the empowered and inspiring woman that you are today? First, I wanna say thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to be here. Um, it's really great to be in conversation with you. Um, you know, I, I just wanna quickly say that it was great meeting you last year when I, I took my trip to the Philippines. Um, and I'm glad, like like you mentioned, I'm glad that time worked out for the both of us to be able to do this together. Um, and to answer your question, that that's a really big question because it 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 really is a journey. Um, I think I want to preface it by saying that it's a journey. I don't think that you really can become an empowered person without going through a lot of challenges, a lot of trials and tribulations. Um, and similar, you know, to what I experienced growing up. Um, I can honestly say as, as a little kid, I definitely didn't have the confidence and uh, a sense of empowerment as I do today as an adult. And I owe that a lot I think, to my mother. I credit a lot of that to her. Um, you know, I, I was raised by a single mom. Uh, when we moved from the Philippines to California, um, my parents got, got a divorce um, shortly thereafter. And, and so as I grew up, I really saw, you know, my mom who was, a first-generation immigrant move, moving to, to a native country, um, learning a new language, um, assimilating to a new culture, and basically trying to you know, feed and provide for two kids on her own in a new place where she had no family. I think that, to me, was the start of the inspiration of the woman that I wanted to become someday, which was someone who was resilient, someone who is strong, someone who is courageous. And those are all values that I learned and continue to learn from my mom. And I think in addition to her, a lot of, you know, again, the sense of empowerment that I feel that I have today, I owe it to a lot of my teachers. Um, I, I was very fortunate to have grown up in, in a, at an elementary school in, in, my, in my area where 
a lot of the teachers that I had, uh, specifically in elementary, were all very empowered women and um, women who taught me to open up books, to um, broaden my mind and broaden the horizons of, of my way of thinking. And I think when, you know, obviously when, when I found um, a, a sense of liberation or freedom in a lot of the literature and the education that, that I had, um, it allowed me to find a sense of self. And I think ultimately, when, when I think of sense of, sense of empowerment, I think of sense of self, knowing who you are. And um, that's, again, it's still an ongoing journey. I'm still trying to figure out how to be, a be the best version of me that I can be. Um, but it, it's, all a, it's all a matter, I, I think, of just remaining to be a student, being open-minded, being open, and building community. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's um, what I've come to learn in, in building my sense of empowerment. So can you share on how music um, started in your life? Oh man, music has been part of my life for as, as pretty much as from the moment that I can speak. Um, early, or, early on in my childhood, I was introduced to Frances Magalona. Um, as I mentioned earlier, when my family moved to the US, um, you know, I was a very young kid at the time. And the only piece of music that my mom brought with her in her luggage was Frances M's album called Yo. Um, and I think it was Mga Kababayan uh, that actually um, was the song that I gravitated towards because of the, it had like a really funky rhythm to it and, you know, it had that old school hip hop flow that just very, very rhythmic. And when I revisit it now, I think that that was the perfect album for me to be introduced to hip hop with because of a lot of the cultural topics and um, sense of pride that Francis M spoke about at the time. You know, these, these are still very relevant issues that um, he talked about in his music back in the 90s. You know, when we think about colorism, when we think about kababayan, when we think about what it means to be Filipino, what it means to have pride in, in, in your country and who you are. Um, I guess the it, it kind of came full circle to me where that was the first album I listened to. And that's the type of lyrics and themes I try to explore uh, these days as an artist. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yes, it was amazing to meet you when you were in Manila. You know, I always hear about you from, of course, you know, um, my, my, my young artist here, Alex Bruce. She looks up to you so much. And just oh, seeing you live, I, I see why. I was like, wow, Ruby is such an amazing performer. And you're just an amazing individual, you know, to have this kind of background and bring it to America. And, uh, you know... Your, your your voice is just so powerful. Uh, I mean, like, you know, with your songs that you have, what was the motivation? A lot of the motivation, I think, was first, first and foremost, when I was first starting out, I think for any young rapper, of course, you're influenced by the people you grew up listening to. So I found myself, again, since Francis M was the first um, rapper that I ever heard in my entire life, I think one of my earliest writings were already very um, Filipino-centric, talking about my culture and where I come from and language. And um, I think it was, yeah, again, because of listening to Francis M, where I think subconsciously um, I found myself, you know, mirroring a lot of those topics in my lyrics. And also growing up listening to a lot of Lauryn Hill, which gave me um, a stronger sense mm. of my womanhood and 
um, a sense of vulnerability too in the lyrics where I felt compelled to explore a lot of storytelling um, when it comes to the music. And yeah, Lauren Hill, Francis M, Tupac, basically all of the, the what would be considered the golden era of hip hop or, or all the, the musical giants in hip hop that I grew up listening to and I was inspired by initially. And that was the start of my career with, with my latest project, Circa 91, you know, with the songs like Us, um, which mm. I got to collab with, with Alex when I was there in Manila last year. The inspiration for that kind of music where I was specifically talking about, you know, immigration, being Filipino and my family, it was just me wanting to create a body of work that was true to myself and true to my experience. Um, like I mentioned, you know, Lauren Hill was an artist that was such a big part of me growing up and specifically her album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I credit that all the time that it was basically the soundtrack of my teenage years. I feel like I would have been able to come into my, my womanhood and, you know, really explore my femininity and um, embrace, um, you know, what it meant to be a woman of color here in here in the States without music by Lauren Hill. And, you know, going up to albums like Pac or Lauren Hill, or even more recently, like Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. These were the albums that I felt are truly timeless when we think about it within the genre of hip hop. And so those inspirations led me to create a project like Circa 91, where it was important for me to have a story from beginning to end. And um, that, that really inspired that body of work. Yeah, Us is one of my hype songs now, thanks to you, you know, yeah, it's so empowering. Um, so speaking of that, when you perform or even write a song or um, just perform for people, what is your ritual, your habit on, on um, creating that mindset that you're going to rock it out on the stage? I, I wish that I had asked this question to Alex because I, I know I've been <laughs> mentioning her, but I have to because to me she is the future of hip hop in the Philippines. Like I'm, I'm really super proud of her. Um, and you know, it, it was great to perform in Manila with her on stage at the same time, just to see her growth throughout the years. And I think that I, a lot of the times I, I do see myself in her. You know, seeing my younger version of me when when I see her perform on stage, like really seeing that tenacity and that passion and that drive. Um, and to answer your question, um, what kind of mindset I have before getting on stage? Um, I don't think you were backstage before we got. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if you guys hung out backstage at Sagi, Sagiho, but um, we did. But then when you got there with your band, we wanted to go, kind of let you guys have your space. So oh, you know. it, it was kind of just so a we blur because down. there were so many people there. But um, I, the reason I bring that up is because I was going to ask you. I don't know if you saw me, but I'm the type of artist where, let's say, two hours before a show, I can't have any conversation with anyone. I really need to just mm. be in the zone. For me, like um, I think my biggest fear is forgetting my lines. Um, yeah. and, and so I really need to constantly go through my lyrics over and over again and um, to prepare myself because I think for the people that are tuned in right now that have never seen me perform on stage, I definitely have a different personality and a different mm -hmm. energy when I'm on stage. It's, it's A lot of people have described it as like a beast just comes out when, when, when I'm yeah. on stage. In the same case, again, for Alex, um, you know, I think off stage, we're kind of a little bit more reserved, but when we get on stage, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like all in your face. And um, where I get that from, I think it's just, I channel and I, uh, I bottle all that um, 
that energy and the adrenaline. And so by the, the moment that I step on stage and I say the first word, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of like I go on autopilot and the, the music just takes on a life of its, of its own. And um, speaking of rituals, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I have a specific um, ritual before every show, but um, definitely kind of um, separating myself from other people and just being in the zone and um, going through my lyrics. And also, um, I think, especially these last, this last year and a half, as, as I've been performing more often with, with my live band, um, I've been more critical in terms of knowing what I want in um, specific parts of my set. So those things I'm also really thinking about um, and making sure that me and the band uh, are communicating that backstage before we get on stage to perform. Because there's a lot of moving and, parts, as you see, like there's there's eight yes. of us on stage. So there's a lot of elements and we, we just need to make sure that, you know, everything is in place and it goes as planned. Until now, that gives me, you know, when you when you share the story, it gives me chills because I saw you firsthand and I see where Alex follows, you know, your lead. And it's such an amazing, um, you know, side to see because when you guys did collaborate it was like oh my gosh it's double impact these women are so amazing and you know you're right it's like both of you uh, especially ruby because you you pretty much paved the way i think for the filipinas uh rappers um i did see you transform and i was like oh that's alex right there like you know i love the fact that she looks up to you so much because you are doing it you know you're pretty much um loving your passion and at the same time inspiring the youth and and most especially filipino women or women in general um what is the most rewarding part of your career in the music career um that you think is is a uh, value of you, for you oh there there's so many rewarding things that come with hip-hop um as an artist just even being able to put my music out there and knowing that someone is on the receiving end that's gonna, that's willing to listen, to take their time and willing to listen to what I have to say. I think initially that was the biggest word for me. Um, but more recently, I think thankfully, and I'm very fortunate and very grateful, you know, for for the impact that my music has um, has has kind of created. For, for, for some people, I think, is with, whether it's in the Philam community or the community back home, is that um, when, when I see young kids, um, or not even just young kids, but both the youth and Pinais, Filipinas, um, reciting the lyrics back to me, um, I think one of the most special moments that I've had recently was last year when me and the band performed at um, Malasimbo Festival. And I remember we were, we were so nervous because we were just, you know, a band of eight Philam that half the band had never even been to the Philippines before. So I remember we were so nervous. We were wondering, like, are people even going to like this type of music? How are they going? How how is the reception going to be? Um, will people dance to it? How how will they feel? And I remember before we even got to the song "Us," the there was a I think the first two rows were specifically um, Filipino women. And they were already chanting, Island Woman, Rise, Walang Makaka. Like they were saying the lyrics already before I even got a chance to start performing it. And that to me, I felt was a validation as a film artist, knowing that, you know, my music, even though I wrote it from the perspective of growing up Filipina in America, it was still received very well back home. And, and, and that to me, I think it, it showed that 
you don't necessarily have to be in the same experience for people to identify, you know, certain elements to it. Because at the end of the day, I think what my music represents is um, finding a place called home, called home and also um, finding a sense of empowerment and being comfortable in your own skin. I think that those are the things that I'm always mindful about when, when mm -hmm. I choose to write about certain topics. And so when I saw the music translate like that to the Philippines, it was just, it was the definition of a homecoming and it was just absolutely beautiful. And it, again, it's, it just even boggles my mind when people know the lyrics, but even just, you know, the, the basic, like the fact that people even listen to the music, I still can't believe that to this day. <laughs> you got a lot of fans out here, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, like, wow, amazing. You know, we, we value, um, our Kawabayans, obviously, you know, the Filipinos, you know, oh, she's Filipina. Yes, we love her, you know. <laughs> um, so with that, like, just going back, I mean, we did talk about how you start or how you put yourself in the zone. But um, were there moments uh, during your performance that you did forget the lyrics or there was like technical difficulties that you could not control? How did you... Um, how did you take that? Like what, what was going through your mind and how did you make it look like, okay, nothing's wrong? <laughs> so that's a really good question because I've never been asked this actually, because you know, <laughs> we, we always tend to focus on when things are going right. Um, yeah. But it, as, as artists, and, I, and I'm sure with your experience as being a, a manager for artists, it's, that's far from the truth. There's so yeah. many moments <laughs> that you know happen behind closed doors or behind curtains before the lights are on that, People are like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know if this is a, this is how we were planning for the show to be, um, and I can think of a moment in particular. Again, I'm going to use Malasimbo Festival as an example because this is actually the perfect, perfect example. Um, so we performed two days um, for the festival last year. I think it was both Friday and Saturday. The first night, everything that you can imagine to go wrong went wrong. Um, I remember when we first got there, by the way, this isn't, you know, the fault of the organizer or anything. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Miro. He does such a great job with Malasimbo. This was just, I think, again, just the fact that we were, there's so many moving parts to our band where um, it just, th things went wrong that day. And and so when we got there, I, I think one of the first things that happened was um, the keyboard for my uh, keyboard player wasn't available. So we had to search for that. And then the next thing was um, we were planning to use kulintang, like traditional instruments, for our set. And um, the person that we were borrowing it from was all the way in Manila. So that had to be transported on a boat. So we were scared that it wouldn't even arrive <laughs> to, to Puerto Galera on time. And then secondly, once we were on stage to get ready to perform, as, as people started uh, pressing on the, the instruments, no sound, no audio was coming out at all. And then we were like, I just remember, we have a documentary of this, by the way. Um, one of my friends, <laughs> shout out to Evelyn. Um, she <clears throat> took a documentary of our trip. So this will be released online and everyone will actually get to see this actually play out. And I'm, I think the first reaction we did was um, keep our cool. We contacted the, the, uh, the sound people off to the side of the stage and they tried to fix things. And I think I was just probably doing a freestyle or uh, talking to the crowd to, to fill, in the, fill in the space. And then we thought, oh no, no music. It's already been 10 minutes. No music is still coming out. Audio is coming out. So 
we, I, at moments like that, you instantly have to make a decision. You have to be, as an artist, you have to learn to really be on your toes and make decisions fast, especially when you're in those types of situations. So I remember I instantly decided, okay, it's going to just be me and the DJ because um, we, we can just play with the full band tomorrow. The DJ starts, like, we hear a scratching. He plays the first, I think he presses play, and his laptop shuts down. Like, the battery dies. And then at that point, I remember thinking, am I going to perform a 30-minute set in acapella? Am I just going to do poetry at Malasimo Festival? Like, people are going to boo me. They're, I'm definitely not going to be invited again. Um, and thankfully, I think in the last five minutes, like, someone came through, you know, um, someone had the, the correct uh, battery uh, uh, charger for my DJ. And... For some reason, I think it was probably the ancestors were on our side that day. The, the audio was working again and we were able to do our set. But I just remember all of us were freaking out um, 10 to 15 minutes for a good 10 to 15 minutes before we actually performed. But once it's show time, again, once it's showtime, you need to make sure that, you know, the audience doesn't see that. Because as performers, um, I think at the end of the day, um, our priority is... Um, the energy that we give off to the audience and their experience. So we want to make sure that people have a good time and a good show. Yeah, I wouldn't know that unless you told me because <laughs> when I saw the bands and your stories, your Instagram stories, I was like, oh man, that's hype, you know? They're out there doing their thing, but we wouldn't have known if you didn't share that. And that's something that a lot of people um, do not share or if they ask to, they're, they're being honest about it because um, no matter how prepared you are, sometimes there will be that one thing or, yeah. you know, <laughs> that minor thing. So yeah, yeah, that's right. What you said about uh, being a, an artist and a performer, you have to be ready. It's like hosting an event. You know, if let's say the microphone goes off, you know, uh, you have to make sure you, you engage with the audience somehow, some way. But amazing Ruby, like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, you always, <laughs> you always have to be flexible as, as a performer. Um, mm -hmm. and, and thankfully, because uh, of hip hop, you know, I mean, I'm sure Alex can attest to this too, being in cyphers with other rappers. It's already that mentality as an MC anyway, where you're ready, you're prepared. You're with whatever comes at you, with whether you're battling another rapper, whatever they say, or if you're in a cypher and they change the beat, you need to be ready. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just thankful that that prepared me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that the reason why you're also a strong woman is because you are a frontliner too. And not a lot of people know that, right? Not a lot of Ruby, people know it. Yeah. So can you please share Ruby on why am I stating that you're a frontliner? So um, and not a lot of people know that I don't do music full time. I still have a full time job. I work 40 hours a week. And, you know, throughout this pandemic, I've actually been working nonstop or more so actually more frequently, um, I work for a biotech company. So I went to college and I studied biochemistry, molecular biology, like super nerdy. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, that was my interest growing up. Aside from music, you know, I was, I was a big um, geek when it came to science and I, I love science. And, you know, I, I've just been fortunate because during these times, I also need to note that a lot of people have lost their jobs during this pandemic. Um, you know, a lot of people have not only lost lives, but people are affected all around. And so I'm grateful that I I get to A, still be working, but B, also be doing work that 
I'm hoping, you know, contributes to, to society and is contributing to our communities because I think right now we're, we are still in the middle of, of a pandemic. You know, uh, COVID-19 hasn't gone away yet. And um, these are still very challenging times. It's definitely been a challenging year. And um, we need to come together as a community more than ever. And yeah, uh, I work as a, as a scientist for a biotech company. And these last three months, we've been working to make uh, coronavirus test kits. And that's what we do on a daily basis. And I think um, in the next coming weeks, we're going to be transitioning into helping um, get this vaccine out there so that you know a lot of these fears and anxieties will go away. So we have to thank you, Ruby. You know, apart from your music, you're also helping um, people's lives physically and emotionally, especially at this time. So apart from that, from working um, a full-time job, um, is there anything new that you've learned about yourself during this time? Um, I've learned a lot about myself because, you know, um, I'm sure for many artists out there, this is the first time for a lot of us where we're not on the road, we're not publicly performing on stage. And it's definitely taken a lot of, you know, adjustments and self-reflection. Um, to be honest with you, you know, at the, at the start of the, when pandemic hit America, I think it was around February, um, I was supposed to go to the Philippines around April or May. I was gonna be there for several weeks. Um, I had, I was planning to release my, my next album, do a tour in the fall. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of that has to be adjusted because of the, the changing and evolving times. And I've always been the type of artist that I've always planned everything. Like at the start of the year, I knew what I was going to be doing in November, December, like that far out. And now I'm finally in a moment where I feel like I can't even plan, you know, the next six months more so, you know, the next two weeks. I don't know how that, what, the, what that's going to look like. And I think that's really taught me to be in the moment and to to understand that it's okay to not have everything planned all the time and it's okay to um adjust as again like we were talking about with you know when things go wrong on stage i think that's kind of like how this year has been you know things might not go as planned but it's okay to adjust and it's okay to not be busy it's okay to not be productive because um you know as 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 big that as big of uh, an impact music has been on my life and as a big part of it that it that it has been you know um, music isn't the isn't the world is, is what I've, I've learned from from this pandemic also that um, you know these relationships with our families our friends and just checking up on the people that we care about and that we love I think that's what's most important and so that's really made me take a step back to pause and to um, be closer to, to my family and um, be present in the moment. So speaking of that, I know your words really matter to the youth. And I have someone special here to give you a spe special message. And I'm sure she wants to learn more from you. So let's welcome, guys. Alex Bruce is Woo! here to surprise Ruby. Hello, oh Alex. God, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hi, Alex. That was a oh surprise for you. <laughs> so I, I requested Alex to come in and surprise you. And, you know, of course, she is so excited to to get to know you more. I mean, I don't think we've had this um, 
time like this where the two of you really can sit down and and uh, chat and inspire everyone at the same time. So I know Alex, you've got some questions for mm -hmm. for Ruby. I have a lot actually. Actually, bago ako maganito, I listed some questions. Oh, I'm ready. Go. One, two, three, four, I'm five, excited. six. I have six. Whoa, questions. six questions. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Ate, since you write mostly about our country being a Filipina, I'm curious, did it ever cross your mind to be a politician someday? Oh, no. <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, I, I have to be honest, I've thought about it very, very briefly, maybe for one second, then I thought, no, that, that's not for me. <laughs> that's a big responsibility. And, you know, as we see, I don't want to get um, too into things, but as we see with how the country is, here in America and how it is over there in the Philippines, you know, polit politics, being part of the government, those are very important jobs and, you know, it affects a lot of lives. So I'm, I'm not sure I can handle that responsibility right now. That might be a question for me 20 years from now, but um, <laughs> definitely not, not anytime soon, Alex. <laughs> Uh, okay, next question. Uh, by the way, I've been meaning to ask you this. Why did you choose, choose to be a scientist? Um, so when I was a little kid, um, I didn't like math at all. I liked reading, <laughs> but then I was thinking with reading, I don't know. I really didn't know what kind of job options there were. And then, but science, I really liked it because it, it taught me about, it explained why things are the way they are. Like when it comes to um, like how the body is, um, biology or chemistry. Um, so things like that and explaining how the world basically works. Um, that was what I was interested in as a kid. And so I thought naturally, why not go into science? And um, there's a lot of jobs anyway from, from it too. Uh, Next, okay. Alex. Next <laughs> question. Who inspired you to be an artist? When and why did you start it? Alex Bruce was my inspiration. Without Alex, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten into rap. <laughs> no. That's her answer. <laughs> Making me smile. But speaking of that, who else are your mentors or people that help shape you in the music industry? Um, definitely more recently, artists like Bamboo, Rocky Rivera, um, you know, the other rappers that were on, on us, Faith Santilia, um, Classy, those are who I, you know, seek inspiration from on a day-to-day -day basis. And I feel like, you know, they challenge me to become a better MC all the time. And they're, what I really love about them especially is that they talk about, um, you know, being proud about being Filipino and about community, but they're also very involved in community. So they, they, they do what they talk about and that's what I respect and love about them. Alex, you have a next question? <laughs> yeah, three more. What are your other hobbies aside from writing? Oh, my other hobbies other than writing. Recently, I've been on Instagram too much and I think that's, that's <laughs> what's making me distracted from finishing my next album. I love watching Netflix. Um, recently, I watched uh, a lot of Korean dramas. So oh, I watched yeah. uh, Crash Landing on you. Um, <laughs> and right now I'm watching Etawan Class. So oh, yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's yeah, good. It's so good. <laughs> Did you finish it? Did both of you finish it already? Yeah. Yes. Um, my mom. It's so good. Yeah, I think I'm only on episode six. So I'm a little bit like 
I'm I almost cried in the last part. Oh I no, is it a sad ending too? Don't tell her yet. Don't tell her <laughs> yeah, yet. I'm not gonna tell. I just feel bad. Uh. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, next question. <laughs> um, if you're not an artist or a scientist, what do, what do you think you will be? I would be Alex Bruce's assistant because I think that Alex Bruce is such a big superstar and I'm so proud of her. She's killing the game. There's no other rapper in the Philippines who I think has the power and um, I think the influence for, especially for the younger generation, you know, I see a lot of younger kids um, more frequently now on mm -hmm. social media posting raps and honestly, I think a lot of them are, are inspired by Alex and you know, you're helping pave the way for the next generation. So very proud of you. I, thank and we you. have to thank you, Ruby, because <laughs> you are the biggest influence in Alex's life. Uh, Speaking of that, when you first met Alex, I think when you guys collaborated, Alex, how old were you then? Are you there? Anyways, um, your first song, I think you, you did, uh, you shot your video, music video here in the Philippines. Um, what did you think of Alex then? Because she was, yeah, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was only in uh, 2017, and that was the second time. Oh, but I wasn't there though when the when the music video was shot. Um, but yeah, she was still very young. But I was very happy that you know Alex agreed to be in that music video because the story that I wanted to um, tell in that video was showing me and how I grew up in hip hop. You know, from from a young Ruby to an older Ruby. So. I couldn't have thought of a better person to, to play the younger version of me than, than Alex. And Alex, looking back, <laughs> how, how did you how, feel? How was that experience? <laughs> it was very fun, actually. And it's very fun. Yeah, I really because <laughs> it's my first time to film a music video na with Ate Ruby Vara, and I feel blessed. I get to be in the music video. Yay. Do you have a next question? Yes, I do. These are very good questions, by the I'm, way. <laughs> My mom helped me with the, with the second question. Okay, Was that the, the, the question. politics? <laughs> no, the why did you choose to be a scientist? Uh, because mm. I was curious. Um, I know you have a day job, and if Meron, how are you able to work on your career while while you're working? Honestly, it's very hard. Um, I'm. Are, are you still a student? You still go to school, right, Alex? Yeah. So, like, um, similar yes. to that, um, you, it's just like balancing, or like like how it was before. I think before you started doing homeschool, like finding that balance between you know, go having to, even now as, as you're actually homeschooling, like you still have to, I'm assuming you still have to do homework, you still have to study. And this is kind of similar with having a job. You know, I still have to do all my responsibilities at work. So it's really finding time to be able to do both. Time management um, mm -hmm. is definitely the struggle, but um, hopefully I could do it full-time soon. That's that's the plan, full-time music, musician. You have any more, Alex? No, but I have one on my mind. Oh, okay, after go. COVID, um, kapu kaya babalik dito sa Philippines? Like, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, so like I, I was telling, telling um, you know, the audience earlier, I was supposed to go to Manila, um, earlier this past April, 
um, but that's been postponed. But I'm now planning to go, I think January or February, I'll be there early next year. Yay. Yay. Hopefully, once you know the, the quarantine is over. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Questions. Can I have to collab again? Hours? Yeah, go Ruby. Okay. Go. Actually, what I was gonna ask you is, uh, when if you had a chance to tell your younger self advice, which is this younger self right here listening, what would it be? The number one thing I would say is, but. I'm sure this is probably something you already practice is don't be afraid to be yourself. Um, as, as you go, I would imagine as you go through this music industry, there's going to be a lot of people that enter your life that you meet that's going to want to change you, change your style, change your sound. As long as you're happy with what you're doing, always remember, is this something I want to do? Is this still me? As long as you feel like Alex Bruce, the Alex Bruce is still there. Um, that's how you should be, um, I think, you know, moving forward forward with your career. Never, never lose sight of who you are. And Ruby, you have questions, you said? So my first question is kind of revisiting <laughs> our conversation earlier with, um, you know, the, the mentality on stage. Because I'm curious, as being a big fan of Alex and seeing you perform um, several times now, how do you get into the zone when you get on stage? Because... When you're off stage, you're a little bit more, I think, like, you're a little bit more calm. Um, you're chill. But when you're on stage, you're a beast. So how, how, do, you prepare, how do you prepare that? Uh, before performance, I always practice my lines. And kapag naman po, nasa ulo ko na yung song, like, the first word, I can spit naman lahat. Pero sometimes, like, one time nung nasa youth stock ako, I forgot my lines. Kasi, hindi ko alam. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just happens. Sobra po akong... And... Mm -hmm. And what keeps me in the zone is I stay with my mom or kapag wala siya doon, I text her. She calms me down kasi sobra po talaga akong kinakabahan before performance. I know. And yun, she calms me down, my dad. Mm -hmm. Shout out to your parents, I by pray. the way. Oh, yeah, always pray. Yes, he's cleaning the house. My mom is. <laughs> Say hi I clean mom. the house at home. Mm -hmm. I clean the house at home, pero now he... Hindi, kasi there's an interview. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so amazing, the both of you, you know. Such an early morning here in the Philippines. Well, not really. It's already almost 11. Um, what time is it for you, Ruby? It's um, almost 8 p.m. And we have to thank everyone who's tuned in. Thank you guys. You know, these two women are so amazing. And I think it's the first time that you guys have been in an interview together um, live. So if you guys have any questions for them right now, um, you know, this is your chance. Let me see. I guess for both of you, um, what would be your advice? to people right now, especially, you know, um, we're in this challenging time, what would be your words of wisdom? Um, let me ask you first, uh, Ruby, to stay hopeful. Um, my words of advice for the people during these times is, again, to, to find comfort in knowing that it's okay that, you know, things aren't, are different, the things that you can't plan things right now, and it's okay to not be productive. Um, really taking this time to reflect and to connect, I think reflect and connect with your family and friends 
it's also important that we check in with the people that we love, make sure that, you know, everyone is not okay, just okay physically, that people are healthy, but also um, making sure that everyone is okay emotionally and mentally. I think, you know, mental health is something that's important that, that, that we check in with other people right now, because these are very challenging and tough times. Mm -hmm. How about you, Alex? What do you want to say to, to the people your age or the people that follow you? How can they stay motivated right now? Wait, Alex? who are you asking the blog? Oh, me! I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the question? Because um, What would be your words of wisdom to people your age or younger than you that look up to you? And of course, you know, um, everyone tuned in on how to stay hopeful, most especially at this time. Just always look on the bright side kasi malalagpasan din natin to. And yan, keep safe, everybody. Mahilap ako mag-isa palagi. Dapat lagi mo impromptu. Pero yan, always look on the bright side. <laughs> always look on the bright side and stay happy. So I didn't plan these guys, um, but we have some fans here who are requesting for a sample. <laughs> from I guess both of you or together or it's up to you if you want to or not <laughs> sample okay sample. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, is it possible together or separate hmm. it's okay both I never oh, one, oh. one verse each. Come on, we on Alex I know. Which song? Okay, I can sing the chorus of like the Island Woman Rise. Oh, there she just started. <laughs> Ruth Brown, Brown Woman Rise, living in jungle got they got nothing okay, on us. Okay. Go eh. for it. Nothing on us. Eh. Nothing on us. Eh. Nothing on us. Yo, f don't involve my matriarchs and mothers who from the ground up they craft an air like ATR with the butterfly seeds sa ka-Filipinian na pag nagsalita magabanat ay bala wag magtaka kung ako ay makatabulok sa sistema ko rakot sa pera bagsak but we put in our heart into darkness they put in these pigs in the office you thinking you're schooling but you hella lost cause you busy the bus while I talk this but look at my ate she moves a cold Canada, Canada, her when she glow flick of the wrist with the ilo she hold but lagos the ilo she dripping in gold island woman rise walang makakatigil brown, brown woman rise brown woman rise alam Nothing on us. Nothing on us. Nothing on us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm so love it. But I just keep on logging. I was so nervous because <laughs> no excuses, guys. All the way from California, Ruby, Batangas, Alex Bruce. Here I'm in Makati, and wow. That was a mini concert, guys. So for the ones who are tuned in, you guys were lucky to witness that because that was amazing. Um, so with that, you know, Ruby, we don't want to take too much of your time. Alex, please share your spe special message for Ruby. Uh, at the Ruby Bar, you were my idol since I was six years old until now. And kung magbago man din po yung style ko, you're still my number one idol. Thank you so much for inspiring me. I hope to see you soon. Ah, uh, make a cry. <laughs> and lastly, Ruby, maybe you have shout outs and um, possible advocacies or, or um, events that you have ongoing now or what to look out for for the, the future. 
So what to look out for? Um, I'm still planning to release my next album. I'm hoping for October later this year, um, dropping a documentary from from the trip from the Philippines last year and some other projects that I can't really make an announcement of yet. Um, but other than that, I want to give a quick shout out, of course, to Alex Bruce. I just want to say that I'm always so proud of you. Every time I see a performance of yours on Facebook or I see your stories on Instagram, I'm just rooting you 100%, rooting you on 100%. So happy. I want to see you become a bigger and bigger and bigger star. And um, you deserve everything that, you, that you've accomplished so far. And I know that you're going to accomplish Thank even you. more things. And I'm, I'm just so happy, so proud. And also a quick shout out also to all of the, the hip hop artists out there in Manila. Shout out to, you know, people like um, Abra, shout out to Balakid, all the homies back there. Um, and of course, MC Fatima also. Um, I'm Even though I'm not that active on Facebook, I, I try to keep up. I, I do, um, you know, scroll through um, the feed and I, I read a lot of people's posts and I listen to the music. And I'm just so happy to see how hip hop is growing in, in the Philippines. So proud. And we have to thank social media also for keeping in contact with you and to make this platform happen and for for me to unite two powerful women in the hip-hop scene. Thank you, both of you. Thank you, Ruby. Uh, you know, I, I really learned a lot from you and was inspired by you. And I'm sure everybody tuned in was also. Um, you inspire Alex each and every day, every second of the day. Um, all she, she says is she's thankful for you and the opportunities that you've given her from, you know, the start. Um, Take-homes from, from Ruby today is that know your, your sense of self. Um, it's okay to adjust, especially at this time. It's okay to relax. Uh, you know, check in with family members. Check in with the people that empower you, that keep you motivated and stay positive. And hey, love science like Ruby. You know, I love science too. And I'm sure Alex loves science now. You know, especially right now, it's perfect timing, you know, to know yeah. how the world works, you know, and how to, to um, help Mother Nature is, is number one key right now. So with that, guys, I'll make sure that Ruby's social media handle, as well as Alex, is part of this caption. So it's easy for you guys to, to click on their um, ongoing journey with their career and whatever projects they have upcoming. And at the same time, I'm sure Ruby and Alex are more than happy to answer any other questions or even words of wisdom or advice that you might need right now. So with that, guys, Alex. Action, speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in another episode of In Love With Me. Thank you for listening In Love With Me series.